Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we revamp the best bits from your favourite late night show and package them into a podcast. Kushagra, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Rose? I'm not too bad. Where is everyone? <laughs> They're all gone. Miguel is still overseas. Sen- Where is Senna? He just said, I'm gone. <laughs> like, Senna's I'm- like, I'm leaving. He's actually going to Europe as well. Um, he's taking some time off okay. work because he's moving jobs. Probably right. visiting Miguel, maybe. But I'm not a fan of the lack of notice. <laughs> it's terrible. Like Last week, he's like, you know... I'm going. Not to disrespect our guest. I mean, (laughs) sorry. That's true. Well, let's not be rude here, shall we, Kush? We'll introduce our guest. Kush, you've brought along our international friend, Dimitri. Um, Dimitri, welcome to the pod. Hello, everybody. My name is Dimitri Anatoly. I just want to say uh, uh, my wife's name is Svetlana. My uh, first daughter's name is Agrafina. My second daughter's name is Evelina. And my dog's name is Alexi. Thank you for that introduction, that's, warm, uh, warm introduction. That's, that's great, Dimitri, great to hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Kush, uh, I think you prepared some questions for Dimitri. I do. He's right. our, our first guest from Russia. He is we, our first guest. I didn't realize we had Russian listeners, but he was very keen to come on yeah. and, you know, visiting you for the week. Yeah, everybody loves uh, podcasts in Russia, you know, everybody loves listening to podcasts, so I'm very glad to be here. Uh, that's, uh, that's really good to hear. Right, Kush, you want to start us, up with, start us off with some questions? Uh, I'd love to. All right, so Dimitri, in April 4, 2019, an article came came out it claimed that a record 20 percent of russians said that they want to leave russia there could be a loss of workers skill levels even like you know an economic downfall so is this true dimitri and how do you feel about it this uh, article where did where did you read this bullshit from i i you know no one fucks the russian government in russia the government fucks you right okay? that's oh wow that's well, um, um <laughs> dimitri i think that was the the point of the question there with the 20 percent <laughs> loss rate <laughs> but um listen to me what is your name again mr uh, kush <laughs> mr kush kush is calling you out yeah i want to say that you should not behind you should not hide behind the iron curtain <laughs> okay <laughs> that was um <laughs> Well, thank you for that, Dimitri. <laughs> I don't really know where to go from here, to be honest. Of course, you want to ask out the question before... I'm very glad I brought you along, Dimitri. <laughs> so, uh, second question. This is a very general question, Dimitri. You know, you've been, you've been uh, spending a couple of weeks here in Australia, and I want to know your thoughts about this country. What do you think? Well, uh, it's a lot of uh, sand in desert, you know. I see lots of sand everywhere, and mm. I think it's bullshit. Mm. I went to uh, Bondi Beach. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I, don't, uh, I don't understand. There's sand everywhere. It's bloody hot. Like, what is this shit, man? I don't understand. And when you shit on the toilet, do you have to check for snakes as well? <laughs> I, I don't understand. Everybody telling me wrong things here. Um... Well, Rose, do you check for snakes under the toilet? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever checked for snakes, but I will tell you one thing. This is a slight aside. Mm. Someone told me that, you know, people actually put like HIV um, infested needles like underneath the toilet paper. So when you go to grab toilet paper, you like prick your finger. Shook um, your blood. What is this country, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know if that's true or not, but he put that fear into my mind and now ever since I've been in the bathroom I don't check for snakes I check for HIV needles okay alright well look Dimitri I, I hope that you won't encounter any um, HIV uh, you know needles or snakes or, or, or snakes, snakes. You know? I hope it's just a, a normal number one or two for you <laughs> just, this, just the standard alright so Dimitri you've also visited the United States of America you're, you're actually quite a frequent traveller yes I love aeroplanes I love flying it's very peaceful <laughs> Um, okay, so um, what has surprised you about the, the USA? You know, I, I'm going to be very serious about this question. 
So in Mother Russia, in the motherland, they don't trust us with important documents. You know, you have passport. Mm. You have passport, Mr. Rohit. I have a passport, absolutely. Uh, they will not send by mail. They will escort it with 10 comrades. <laughs> it's only joke, man. You can Sorry, laugh. I'm, you can laugh. I'm it's really scared joke, right now. Man. I don't know why. Why would the comrades don't exist, my friend? And there are no comrades anymore. No more. I don't okay. know. The way that you're not blinking at me when you say that is... Um, <laughs> Making me think otherwise. Uh, Dimitri, it's, it's a good joke. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, he said there's also uh, seedless watermelons, you know, in America. What? They have seedless watermelons. In Russia, they're all full of fucking big seeds. <laughs> they are everywhere. They get stuck in your mouth. You choke. It's a death, mate. You will die from those. Okay? Dimitri, do you swallow the seeds or do you spit them out? Well, there are seeds. They, I, I spit them out, but sometimes they're so fucking big, you know, they are huge. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's a lot, okay? All right, um, okay, Dimitri, well, they're also seedless watermelons here in Australia if you want to check them out. Woolworths <laughs> has a great selection, I will say that. All right, you know, we, we have a segment in here, Dimitri, it's uh, conspiracy theories, which, uh, you know, our other host sends a quite a big fiend of, but I want to, I wanna, you know, delve into these Russian conspiracy theories mm, if you've got any. Point. You know, so just tell me about one. Okay, there is a story of the uh, Dyatlov Pass. Have you heard of the Dyatlov story? I haven't heard of the Diatlo story. Well, I'll tell you. Let me set the atmosphere, okay? Oh. <laughs> it's not funny. It's a very serious incident, my friend. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'll. Uh, this I'll is serious. no joke. This is no joke. Kush, okay. I'm kind of scared, man. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Let him tell us, Dimitri. Tell us about the story. Please, all right? please go on, Dimitri. Right. So there were nine trekkers. They were very experienced. You know, they climbed all sorts of mountains before, and now, you know, they die on this Diatlov Pass. Some have fractured bones. Some have their tongue cut out. Some die of hypothermia, you know? Mm. So then I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more. So, you know, there was this tent and it appeared to have been slashed from the inside. Now I'll tell you about this. Why are they running into the freezing cold? Something is wrong. It's a conspiracy theory. Mm. Maybe they saw a UFO, lots of aliens, you know? You know what aliens are, my friend? I know what aliens are, of course. You, you sure? I think so. You've seen alien before with your eyes? No, I haven't seen aliens, but... Then you don't know what aliens are, my friend. Have you seen aliens? That is not the question. I asked oh, you, sorry. all right? That's all. You're right. This is no joke. They died, okay? So I'll tell you. So why did... You know, there was also a bit of analysis conducted on these people. And they said there was levels of radioactivity on two of these people. Mm. Chernobyl is nowhere near this bullshit. <laughs> why are they showing radioactivity? So this is the story of Dyatlov Pass. You should be afraid. Be very afraid of the Atlas Pass. I have started to become very afraid of <laughs> the Atlas Pass. Well, um, maybe when we visit Russia, we'll uh, avoid the Dyatlov Pass. Oh, the Dyatlov. I was talking the Atlas Pass. <laughs> Sorry, Dimitri, your, your, Russian is, your accent is a little bit hard to understand. Apologies. This is okay. It's because I am from motherland. You understand? <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> this joke as well. You should laugh sometimes. You know, I heard <laughs> this was a comedic podcast. You know, lots of funny. Lots of... Uh, what is late night show name? Mr. Jimmy Conan, something like that. Jimmy Conan, Jimmy Fallon? This, I don't know, but there's meant to be lots of laughter. Where is the where is the audience? We I had don't... that in later. We had it in post-production. We have the fake laughs. Post-production. Okay, okay, I understand. Mm. Okay. Any, any more questions there, Mr. Kush? Yes, I, I have one more question, uh, Dimitri. This is about um, a singer. Now, forgive me for my mispronunciation, but uh, Vladimir Vizoski, is that right? Yes, yes, Vizoski. That's his name. That's his name. All right. I, I want to talk about, you know, he's a, he's a great singer. He's a great songwriter. 
He was an actor with such an enduring influence on Russia. Isn't that right, Dimitri? Absolutely right, my friends. Absolutely right. <laughs> mm. Now, I want to ask one question, Dimitri. Uh, do you have any thoughts about him? Can you tell me any experiences you had with him? Yes, I'll tell you one experience. This is very, very dear to me, actually. So I hope you appreciate this sentiment. Okay. Mm. Okay, Rohit, you appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. I'm <laughs> okay. appreciating. I just want to confirm. That's it, okay? Because, like I said, not much laughter. Maybe you like sadness. I don't know. Okay? <laughs> Now, let me tell you about the Ballad of Book. It was, uh, well, that's what it was called, Ballad of Book. Don't question why, but that's what it was called. It was, a, it was a children's book, okay? It was truly inspiring and beautifully written, my friends. Beautifully written. It was the stories about heroes and knights. You know, my father used to read it to me as a kid. Taught me what was important. Taught me, you know, everything about, you know, what it meant to be a good man. Mm. That's that's beautiful, Dimitri. Uh, thanks for that. Um, you've got a wide range of emotions there, my friend. That's uh, yeah, most one of the most interesting interviews we've ever had. Oh, hundred yeah, uh, percent. So, Dimitri, you've uh, you know you've travelled a lot. So, um, you know it's great that you're here in Australia. You know, I love that you're you're learning the American English language there quite well with your pronunciation. It's pretty good, Dimitri. All right, why don't we um, let's quickly move on here. Yeah, push. <laughs> he knows where I live. <laughs> It's okay, man. It's a nice house. Very big, very comfortable, okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. Alrighty. Anyways, Dimitri, what we do now in the podcast is we, we tell some stories about what happened during the week. Um, so I'll tell you something that happened during our week at work. Yes. Actually. Uh, so we've started getting about in the office pranks. I don't know if you guys know any office pranks, but one thing's that we have Yes, we do work. know office pranks. We send them to the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> The gulag, my friend. The gulag, all right. <laughs> Sorry, please, forgive my interruption. No, no, that's, that's quite all right. So uh, at work these days, um, we have some laptops that we use. And so if someone doesn't close the laptop, so they leave their laptop open, what happens is we get on their email uh, and send out emails to the whole company. All right. So one of the emails that we sent out last week, this girl had forgot to, to you know close her laptop. And one of the blokes went on there and was like, typed an email he, to the whole company, including her boss. He's like, oh, if anyone wants me to call, you know, any Asia leads, I can do that because I've started learning Asian. And the, the manager was like, wait, what? Oh my God. All right. So that was the first office prank that we did, right? Yeah. Like sending emails and classic gags, right? The next office prank that I've started playing um, is I've started lowering the sensitivity of the mouse just slightly. Okay. So like each day I come in. And, and when he's on a call, he's on the other side. I'll lower the sensitivity <laughs> just slightly so he doesn't notice, right? That's good, yeah. And so it's now going to stage. It's been like maybe a week and a half since I've started <laughs> that. It's a long con prank. Yeah. Um, and right now, his mouse sensitivity is on like the third lowest setting. And he hasn't noticed. <laughs> Gee, <laughs> like, he's got accustomed to it. Yeah. It's like you give it like a day in between each time. So, you know, he doesn't notice the difference. And suddenly he's on the third lowest setting. You know, no, no care in the world. <laughs> right. Know. But I think... The end, I don't know what the end goal of the prank is. Like maybe made it to zero or like just one day just send it all the way back up. Yeah, yeah. And then be entertained for the three seconds that he goes, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> all right. Dimitri, uh, you, didn't, you didn't seem to uh, laugh there. You, you <laughs> find that prank, uh, all right? It's a good prank, but let me tell you about different prank, okay? All right, all right Dimitri. I played the Soviet anthem in a private school and it became public school. This is what happened. <laughs> Hail the Communist Party of Russia. <laughs> okay, that was. Um, <laughs> well, I'm really learning a lot about you today, Dimitri. Well, uh, it's true. In Russia, I guess the government does really fuck you. But um, <laughs> yeah, Dimitri, it's uh, excellent. Okay, well, uh, you know, I have I have a couple of pranks as well. This was more than my friend did. 
So I don't know if you've got Domino's over there in Russia. Yeah, I don't know. We like pizza too, but uh, okay. Let's mm. continue on with the prank, man. <laughs> so um, this, uh, they, you know, one of my friends ordered Domino's, but he put the address as um, when it, when it, another friend basically put the address. So mm. you can choose to pay by cash at that moment. <laughs> so you know how you don't have to pay anything by card. Yeah, right? yeah. So you deliver it, but you can pay by cash at the door. <laughs> you pay by cash at the door. So this guy, he puts the address of his friend. Tells yeah. him, you know, go deliver it by cash. So he's in the shower, right? And he gets a call from the Domino's guys, like, man, like. I didn't order any pizza. Mm. Like, what's what's going on? And it's like a thirty-five dollar, like, just a complete rip just one pizza with all the <laughs> toppings oh, added on. No. And the Domino's guy's like, "Look, man, I'm not returning it." Like, I'm- yeah, what's the protocol there? He's like, "No, someone has to pay." Yeah. So, but the, the guy was like, "Can you check the IP address?" Because I didn't order it. And yeah. the guy's like, "Yeah, the IP address is straight linked to yours." <laughs> was it him that ordered it? It wasn't him though. So I don't know. How his Dude, got obviously, off. the Domino's delivery guy has no idea about IP addresses. He just 100%. wants to get a piece out of his hands. Yeah, hundred percent. So he, he paid eventually, which is the uh, you know I think the stupidest part. I don't know if he wanted pizza that badly. Yeah, but. You pay thirty five bucks for it. Actually, that reminds me. So my first ever job um, out of high school, I was a delivery driver for this Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And my first ever delivery at that first job, I walked. I was delivering Chinese food, um, and this young lady opens the door in her towel. Um, okay and I was like hello As you <laughs> good do. afternoon comrade yeah. <laughs> you know those words exactly you're right Dimitri yeah, yeah. so she opened up the, in the towel and said, okay cool like here you know have the pizza yeah uh, and then she said oh like you can come in and, and drop it off okay and I was like oh I've seen this before <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I wasn't sure what to do like I was like just freshly like 18 at the time yeah and I went inside like I dropped it off right and I was expecting like to get jumped. I was like terrified. I don't know what's going on, whether I'm in like the scene of a like amateur film <laughs> or like some guy's gonna jump out and mug me. But I went in against my better judgment, gave her the gave her the delivery. Like nothing nothing happened. I felt like I needed to leave pretty quickly after well, that. It's because, a bit disappointing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I wish I had more to the story. But you know, classic delivery driver stories, you know, I remember at the time that job was one of my favorite jobs. I got paid ten dollars an hour and I used to go deliver people or like Chinese food to people and then sit on my phone for half an hour. Yeah. Um, before I went back to the to the work. So in a five-hour shift, I would maybe be working an hour. Okay. And I was sitting, playing on my phone for the other four hours. It, it was a good time. Dimitri, did you have any uh, jobs in Russia that you can you can share about? Yes, so I, I had lots of jobs, but I'm not sure if it's fit for this very sad, comedic podcast, as you say. But mm. uh, they involved some rifles. Rifles? Yes, yes. Do you, would you like to... I, you know what? This is this is not the time for this story. Yeah, uh, maybe off air. Maybe off yeah, air. We'll, uh... we'll give it a go. Yeah, thanks, Dimitri. Look, thank you so much, Dimitri. We're out of time for today, but I um, appreciate you traveling all the way from the motherland to be with us here. It's a pleasure. I just want to say welcome to the FBI watch list, my comrades. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, my friend. Jesus Christ. All righty. We'll, uh, we'll move on to the next segment. Kush, get him out of here. Alrighty, guys, for our first segment, we're bringing back Out of Touch. Um, essentially, in this podcast, Kush and I have some very out of touch opinions, um, and we're going to air them out and see whether we're actually out of touch with the common man or it's just uh, with the standard. So, the first thing actually happened to me this week is I met a guy at this party who essentially told me that he didn't keep change, he just threw it in the bin. Wait, hang on. Does this mean like silver, like silver coins or gold coins? Silver included? and gold. So he literally said to me, he's like, so how this came about is we were, um, we were at the, like a burger place yeah. we were eating dinner. And then one of our guys, one of my friends, he was yeah. like, oh, I got some coinage left. I'm going to try and you know, use it, use it on the, uh, <laughs> use it for the burger. So he had like these little stacks of like $2, $5 yeah. paid in, paid in change. And the guy's like, like, do you seriously 
paying the cash. And I was like, yeah, like I was like, I was like, fair enough. Like I'm also yeah. a cashless man. But then he's like, oh, I just, I just throw my change away. Anything less than a five dollar bill, I throw. Dude, like. I feel like all fast food restaurants have a loose change menu. Yeah, <laughs> and this literally. Like chucking his change. Like I, I understand the cashless thing. Like I'm a cashless yeah. man myself. I like to tap, 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 tap. But like, <laughs> he literally told me he throws it in the bin. Like he doesn't donate it. He doesn't like give it to the, you know, like the homeless. He literally just gets the. It's like if it's in his pocket, yeah. he just tosses it. So wait, well, what's his address? Maybe you can disguise <laughs> around his uh, red bin there. So the, so the question I have for this, uh, for you, Kush. Um, is my friend out of touch? <laughs> Completely. <laughs> He's so out of touch. The guy needs like electric therapy to get him back into touch. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Okay, so let's let's expand this further. How much money can you throw away? None. <laughs> I wouldn't throw away five cents. Surely you no throw away five way. cents. No way. I have like a bucket at home, right? Yeah. Like if I do have loose change, like today I've got loose change, I'll chuck it into that bucket and it's like building up. No, that's smart. I, I remember hearing all these stories um, where like 15 years later down the line yeah. in someone's you know, piggy bank with all the coinage lying around. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know, um, piggy banks. Yeah, it's, it's literally, they found like $1,000 in there. So maybe that's could happen to you, Kush. Maybe it'd be like my overflowing bucket, dude. It's never, never. Nah, he's out of touch. That guy needs some. No, I, I say five, I reckon. So you've chucked five cents or 10 I, cents before? I haven't chucked it, but I'm considering it. Like that guy gave me a lot to think <laughs> you, about. That day. You're considering a guy who lines up for free food. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not a chance. I reckon anything less than a 20 yeah. goes out the door. 20, 20, 20, cents, 20, okay. cents, 20 <laughs> cents. Jesus Christ, right? Are you out of touch as no, well? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I'll be saying all that much. Anyways, all right. The next out of touch I um I have is actually a personal thing myself. So I want to know Ooh, if I'm out of touch. All right. So after traveling around the globe, this is, again, this is not me being out of touch. Yeah. Um, a lot of the countries I went to, you couldn't have uh, water from the taps. Oh, okay. I've acquired a taste for bottled water. So... <laughs> <laughs> like when I was there, I was drinking bottled water a lot. I didn't drink from the tap at all because right. you'd, you'd die. Uh, Fair enough. But, <laughs> that raises the stakes. Okay. But then I come back here, and tap water just doesn't hit hit me right. Oh, it, so wait, taste difference? Dude, it tastes different. It feels different. It's texture, water texture. Dude, the water texture. Water so temperature. Important. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I've started to become a fan for Voss water, Fiji water, oh, Mount yeah. Franklin water. So wait, when was the last time you had tap water? No, I have had tap water, but it's just not hitting the same spot. <laughs> like after the, the month and a half I've had away, yeah, it's just not doing it for me any kush. It's not doing it for me. Well, I think I know a lot of people who have bottled water because I think when you go overseas, bottled water is like a staple. You need to have yeah, it. Yeah, you regardless. have to have it, yeah. So, but like when you come back home, I feel like there's a week where you adjust, you know, I'm getting back to my natural routine of drinking tap water and stuff, but... It's been two weeks. <laughs> I haven't adjusted. <laughs> I mean, do you have like bottled water in your fridge? Like bottles of Voss, bottles of Fiji pump, maybe? <laughs> pump? <laughs> yeah. Water brand. It <laughs> will select. Dude, those things are the goat. Anyways, look, this is the problem. So usually I usually I take to work or wherever I'm going to Oztag, I have like a, a plastic water bottle or a, or a glass water bottle, whatever. I have okay. water bottles at home that are recyclable. Yeah. Right? And I've just decided not to use them anymore. Like... Okay. I'm like, oh, can I be with getting it? I'll just buy some water. And it's just becoming a, a bit of an addiction for me. Uh, so first you're losing a bit of money. But on that note, you know, if you keep your... Do you still keep your bottles? Yeah. You know, you can recycle and get money for it. <laughs> Again, it's 10 cents. It's <laughs> under the 20 cent threshold. Um, they may as well go on the bill. But you, you said you're a fiend for bottled water. You could be making money off this. That's true. I could be making bank. And bottled water is not cheap. It's not. No, it's not. I, I think I need... So I'm out of touch. My I, question to you. 
Th- only bottled water. I think two weeks, yes. There should be a threshold. I think one week's that threshold. And if you go anything more than that, like one week or one minute, you are out of touch. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, fair. Oh, I got the one more, uh, one last one. All right. Um, so this is, has to do with McDonald's. Okay. So is McDonald's out of touch? Yeah. All right. So essentially what happened is a couple of years ago, McDonald's released a budget to show that you can live on a McDonald's wage. <laughs> So they put together a budget. They gave some. So they gave their first income. They priced McDonald's wage at being one thousand one hundred and five dollars a month. All right. Um, they charged health insurance at twenty dollars a month, rent at six hundred dollars a month, car payments one fifty, phone one hundred, electric ninety. Um, and you may be thinking, Kush, this sounds like it's going over one thousand one hundred and five dollars. It looks like it. Yeah. It is going over <laughs> one thousand five hundred five dollars. They've decided in their budget to balance the difference to have income from second job as one of the income sources. <laughs> oh my God. So I don't know what's going on. What's, who's thought of this? They're like, yeah, we'll release a McDonald's budget saying it's livable. But to make sure it's livable, you need to have two jobs. <laughs> you one night shift, one day shift. <laughs> Literally. I love how it's eating zero dollars. <laughs> so you know what? If it's cold, you, you're going to die from hypothermia. You're going to freeze. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So what's the daily spending all here? So yeah, so they've put the daily spending goal as $27 a day. <laughs> oh my, that's a live. lot. That's a lot, I reckon. What like, do you mean? Is this 27 for McDonald's or just like overall $27 daily spending goal? No, overall daily spending okay, goal. Okay, that's not a lot. Yeah, like imagine <laughs> living out of home, you got 27 bucks a day. 800 a month as well, that's what it says. Yeah, this is on top of yeah, not paying for aircon or heating. Like you're, you're freezing there. <laughs> Working two jobs. I don't understand. Like McDonald's have gone through this being like, yeah, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Let's put it together. And if it worked, then okay, fair enough. But you can't put income from a second job and say that McDonald's wage is enough. We're going to put this on Instagram, sure. We'll story it. Oh, but I love how the second job is just like a little bit behind the first job. <laughs> maybe it's like a three hour shift difference. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, but, they've priced the first job at $1,105 a month and the second job at $955 a month. So wait, McDonald's posted this, yeah? McDonald's posted this. Th- this is this has got to be out of touch. This oh, this is I think you agree this, yeah. This is out of touch. Alrighty. Well, looks like I'm out of touch. McDonald's is out of touch. My friends are out of touch. Everyone in my life is out of touch. So today we're also doing hot takes. Uh, we haven't done this segment in a while, actually. Uh, and the segment, as its name is, we're going to send you some hot takes. We've now got a rating system for the hot takes. So oh, yes. the not hot takes at all will be the jalapenos, the medium hot takes, the habaneros, mm. the hot takes, the red savinas, and the red hot takes, the Carolina Reaper. So after you know each of these you know, takes that we give, the other person has to rate them at how hot they are. Right, so I'll Kush, like would you like to start us off? I will. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off what well, I hope is a very hot take. <laughs> but, um <laughs> I think the world would be a lot better without religion. I reckon that's my that's my take. First of all, I reckon that's a bloody Carolina Reaper. First <laughs> <Okay>. up, <laughs> so, uh, let, let me justify this. So I think you know, so many like wars, all the violences and stuff, they're all done in the name of religion. Yeah, like I get the yeah, they're fanatics and stuff, but it's still yeah. religion, right? So I feel like if you remove, if religion was removed, if it didn't exist, at least there'd be one rest reason to justify hate. One what? One one less reason oh. to justify hate. <laughs> Why are you mumbling? All right, <laughs> that is a that is a very red hot take. Um, I disagree. Oh, okay. All right, interesting. All right. Like uh, World War Two was not a religious war. Uh, well, I think some some of them, some of them, right? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you can't just you can't just pick and choose now here, Kushandra. <laughs> I feel like, like all the wars in the world were all religious. No, they were not. <laughs> what about? 
Okay, yeah, actually, fair enough. Yeah, that's actually a good point. All right, I think my hot take is um, <laughs> objectively a red hot take. It was a red hot take. Yeah. That's the name of the segment, though. All right. Carolina uh, Reaper. Carolina Reaper? Carolina okay. Reaper. I reckon my next one, I don't know about this, but I think everyone's a hypocrite. I think no matter who you meet, they're a hypocrite in some way. In some way or in some form. Yeah, Mate, that's, that's not even a, that's not even a jalapeno. That's <laughs> you think that's nothing like that's, that's sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like a, I didn't know that you you think that way. Everyone is obviously a hypocrite, like to some degree. Not not you know everyone's not a hundred percent say yeah. one thing to another. But you know a lot of the times the rules bend for people. Like I know I know so many stories. Yeah. Of like people being like, oh yeah. You know, I'd never, I'd never date someone who's in a relationship. I'd never, you know, uh, okay. go for someone after the relationship. And then like a week later, they yeah. fall in love with some person who's in a relationship and suddenly their morals change a little bit. They're like, oh, I don't mind it. Okay. On exchange, I think I've said this before. Week yeah. one, everyone's in a relationship. Week two, everyone's in an open relationship. <laughs> it's it, like a lot of stories. I feel like it's a, it's a very... Um, I can't believe I've hit sugar already. <laughs> I haven't even reached any like hot take level. You Dude, I was, was going to send my takes and I think they're... Like, Carolina Reaper? No, no, definitely not. They're so tepid, but I reckon that's a that's a <laughs> pretty standard view. All right, let's hear yours. Let's go for yours now. Okay, the first one, the first one, uh, I'll send it anyway. We'll see what happens. All right, yeah. I think that old people should have to retake driving tests. I think at a particular age. Like uh, I don't know if that's a hot take, but I feel like it's a logical take. I, th- <laughs> I think that goes against the segment, bro. Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, let's say let's say old people have to take the test. I I think I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. but is that a hot take? I feel like most people our age would agree with that. Mm. I think, I like I like, said, like the hypocrite thing. Like if I get to seventy, yeah. I don't think I'd want to retake. I don't think this is test. sugar. Though. <laughs> this isn't sugar. This isn't sweet. I feel like there's a bit of spice in this. All right, jalapeno. You reckon? Do I move up to the habanero potentially? I reckon let's go for jalapeno. You know, jalapeno. jalapeno all right, yeah. medium, medium take. <laughs> the rest ones, the rest of my hot takes are bad. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> back to the back to the driving test. How old do you think that people should be? Before they retake a test. So you're um, asking a guy who doesn't drive, but <laughs> yeah, well, that's very true. <laughs> okay, um, I'm I guess say... I'll ask myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say 65. Okay, it's so like retirement age. Which I think when you retire, like the moment you retire, take the test again. <laughs> You've got to take the test. I think that's a good idea. And should they have to retake? You know, so we take the test at 16. Yeah. Um, you know, you get your learner's license and then your P plates. Yeah. Uh, your provisional license at you know 17, 18. Yeah. And your full license a bit after that. Mm. And we don't have to re- redo any tests. You reckon 65? They take the test. That's and your li- license is valid for maybe five years. They I have think- to retake the test at 70 and then every year afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, is there lace to this or is it once you retake the test at 65? You get that till you die. I think every, every five. I think every five years. You know, you you you're you're reaching death's door, mate. You're you're yeah. grim reaper's coming <laughs> exactly, for you. That's right? it. Kind of scary. <laughs> All right, the next um, hot take. I don't think this is a hot take, but I'm just gonna send it anyways. All right, movie remakes shouldn't be films that are good. They should be films that are bad. So okay, if that makes sense. Like you know what I mean, like. All the remakes of movies are like classics or really good films that have happened in the past. This is right up your wheelhouse, right? I genuinely think that remakes of films should be the crappy ones and they should try and remake them. Okay, so we'll give this a take, but I think this is like brown sugar rebel, raw select brown sugar. This is, yeah, un... Um, well, what's it called there? Whatever. Yeah. I think we've gone against the segment here, but <laughs> I agree with you. I think that we're getting so many remakes that are just like off classics. Like, you know, they're remaking Scarface again. This is like the fourth time. The fourth remake. Fourth remake. The, how many times are we going to do Star is Born? Like, it's enough, man. How many, um, what's, is there a remake that you thought is better than the original? Remake that is better than the, oh, it's a tough question. I feel like the Al Pacino Scarface was better than the, the one before. Mm. Star is Born as well. Little Women as well. Little but Women? Otherwise, 
It's just stupid. It's a money grab. That's what it is. It's a money yeah, grab. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I genuinely think that you should remake like The Room or like a terrible <laughs> film like that. You know what I mean? The room. Actually, to be fair, that is actually being remade into a comedy. Yeah. Uh, is there one film that you want to see remade? Like a really bad film that you want to see remade? Like, I'm not really like a massive movie buff. Yeah. But... But you've seen some like shitty films, surely. Yeah, but the thing is... Okay. Like they're just films to you. They're just films. Okay, like, yeah. I, I like, you know, those kind of bad films. Like, what's a bad <laughs> film that you would say? I feel like... Do you remember seeing Tron? Tron Legacy? Yeah, I remember Tron. Oh, I like that film. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. <laughs> Dude, there was a game that I played on the phone based on that film. Like, where you'd have these motorbikes or whatever, and on the back of them, there'd be a light. Like, that would yeah, be a Armageddon, fire. I remember. Yeah, that's yeah, the game, dude. That's a good game. We, are, we used to play that during school, like, uh, on, our, on our laptops. And there'd be one guy who'd set up a LAN server. Yeah. So, we were in an IT room, and there's like six... You know how there used to be a MacBook you know, situated all around the room, right? MacBooks mm. all around. Mm. So, this guy would set up a LAN server, and there'd be at least eight of us just on our MacBooks playing this stupid bike game. Yeah. <laughs> And we'd have the most random names ever. Like, I remember one of them was like Curry in the Ass or something. Like that. just so name. weird. But yeah, that's my, uh, I think, yeah, Tron, Tron Legacy. Get it remade. Yeah, get it remade. Because yeah, it's a shit find it. All right, I got, I got one more. Again, not, not that hot, but I'll send it. Uh, American, I've really, when I've been saying these, I've been like <laughs> yeah, right, right. really qualifying them before I say them. Just giving them people warning. Okay. I feel like I've been misled here. Okay. American fast food isn't that cheap for anyone. I have heard so many stories. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, go to America. The food's super cheap. Everything's super cheap. I went to America last week. Okay. It's not cheap. <laughs> okay, wait, like, how much is like a Macca's burger? Like standard Macca's burger? Uh, Macca's is pretty cheap. But like... Okay. <laughs> 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 actually, so I would say like a Macca's meal yeah. is maybe like eight US dollars, which is like 15 Australian dollars. That's, right? that's which is, expensive. I think is a bit expensive. But then you go to the places like fast food, such as Five Guys. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Okay. You're paying like up to 20 Australian dollars for each meal. Yeah. Plus, without the tip, I'm not tipping. <laughs> I've <laughs> not included that tip. That. Yeah. Okay. You know it's nah, so, like every man and their dog has sent me like, oh, yeah, you know, you're going to love America. Yeah. Can't wait for the food. It's, it's going to be it's unreal. Fuck. Yeah. And, like, and I was really misled and I felt very disappointed with everyone that told me otherwise Wait, who, who are these people telling you locals like local americans or no no they're people that have traveled to america and they're like oh the proportions are big and to be to their you know credit they were pretty big okay and they're like yeah the food's super cheap like you know 50 percent. i'm not looking for 50 percent. i want some 100 percent accuracy right now okay i think that's fair that, that's a take and a half yeah. I, I agree with that i haven't been to america but i've heard the similar stories so i'm with you on that one rate my uh rate the take I'm, I'm going to give that a, a jalapeno as well. Jalapeno. Yeah, oh, okay. I think none of us really have that great hot takes today. <laughs> well, no, you had a bloody Carolina Reaper at the beginning. Maybe we should have brought that at the end. No, <laughs> <laughs> we just went down. We went from literally Carolina Reaper to Woolworth Select Brown Sugar. <laughs> That's where we went to. <laughs> oh, well, it is what it is. Alrighty, guys, another great episode as always. Uh, Kush, do you have an On This Day? Um, it's, it's fact of the day, right? Sorry, but, uh, fact of the day. I'm glad this is catching on even with our hosts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I sort of... Okay, you take it out all the fun of it. I don't even want to say this fact, man. Sorry, but, sorry. I didn't mean it. <laughs> Saudi Arabia imports camels and sand from Australia. Uh, am I supposed to... True or false? Is this well, a true or false? No, this is true. Oh, it's, it's a true. fact okay, of the fact. day, bro. <laughs> this, this isn't trivia. This no, is no, I, I, actually knew, I actually knew this. We went... When I was in... um. Port Stevens, I think, yeah. when the sand dunes, they, they gave me that fact. Okay. So look, <laughs> educational as always. Sand's not here for the, the tip of the day or the trivia of the day or whatever fun flavor of the week that we have. Um, but 
Kush, thank you for bringing Dimitri on. He's an um, interesting character. I guess you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we're going to include that in the, the, the regular cut, but uh, we'll see. It might be a very short episode, maybe yeah. 15 minutes. <laughs> I guess we'll see. But um, look, if you want to hear more of our episodes, check us out on Spotify and iTunes at Critical Banter Podcast. You can find us on the socials, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, at Critical Banter. If you want to DM us for any questions for Ask TCB or the Unsolicited Advice segment, please do so. You're welcome to DM us personally or the pages themselves. And as always, don't forget the Google Docs. Thank you very much, Kush. We'll see you next week, hopefully with more people. Bye-bye.